You know that feeling when someone tells you what they do for work, but you still have no clue what they do? But you just nod and pretend like you just realized in a blink of a moment you knew exactly what they did? We're all guilty of it, and we've all had that moment at one point in our life. I'm talking about you, yeah, the guy that works in aerospace engineering, trying to describe to me how the propulsion in an aircraft is made by the engines that compress air taken from the exterior, mix it with fuel, burn the mixture, and get energy from resulting high pressure gases. Like, you could have just told me that you use magic to make airplanes fly, and we would have been on the same page. We've all been there. Well, luckily for us today, we won't have to pretend like we know what our guest does. On today's episode, we hear from Elise Deming, and I'm a nutrition scientist at Campbell Soup. To give us a little glimpse of what a dietitian does in the food industry. I'm curious, like, what are people's reaction when you tell them that you're a dietitian at Campbell Soup Company? Usually it's some odd comment about soup. (laughs) (laughs) They're usually, because Campbell's owns a ton of brands, and so I don't even actually work on soup. I work on Pace Prego Swanson V8 and an organic baby food called Plum. Um, But I was like, oh, how's the soup today? (laughs) (laughs) It's like, come on, like, you can think of a better one. (laughs) Yeah, and then I get real awkward. I'm like, it's it's good. Yep, just tasting soup all day. That's all I do. Yeah, I think that's what people think, so it's fine. I'm Jason Park, and this is Dietitians Unknown. Growing up, did you have any, did you have like a favorite like candy that you really liked? Or it doesn't even have to be growing up, it could be now. Yeah, oh my gosh, I went crazy for Take 5 bars. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) They were the best. They're like the perfect combination of chocolate, peanut butter, pretzels, saltiness. It was the best thing ever. And and a little caramel. So Yeah, you can't really go wrong with like that combination, right? It's like... No, you can't. Sweet, kind of fatty, and like it's just another whole another level like mouthfeel, right? Oh, absolutely. They like perfectly perfected that in the food science world to just make it craveable it's so delicious high five to take five <laughs> food scientists <laughs> yeah, if you I, I highly doubt they'd ever listen to this but if they are like high five to you guys <laughs> uh, yeah what made you want to become a dietitian like why nutrition why dietitian well what really clicked for me was I think it was like junior year of high school and in my health class we had just one week of nutrition education and everyone else in the class is really bored, you know, on their phones, really not paying attention. And I, all of a sudden, the minute she started talking um, about nutrition, about facts panels, about how the food relates to your health and how you can impact your health through what you eat, um, a light bulb clicked. And I just knew this is what I wanted to do. I knew this is what I liked. You know, my parents, I love my parents to death, but they never made that connection for me. A lot of dietitians have this story of their mom, like cooking bone broth in the kitchen and healing them (laughs) with some kind of herbs. And that is not my story. We ate like Pop-Tarts and roast beef. Um, We're a very Irish meat potato family. 
But so there was no concept of that growing up, that food could really have an impact on your health. And then once I got introduced to that, I just couldn't get away from it. So that's what really started my passion for it. Yeah, and I can kind of relate to that. And I think a lot of people can is that, you know, not every single person is growing up eating like six servings of vegetables a day or, you know, eating, however, you know, a lot of fruit a day. And, and mostly because it's just, yeah, I mean, you kind of are a product of your environment when you're, when, you know, as you're growing up. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I do think it's funny, you know, I remember going over to my friend's house and her mom was so healthy and she, you know, made us like really nice roasted broccoli as a snack, or she always had hummus around and those things just weren't, you know, innately in my house. And so I was always excited to go to her house to eat those foods. And she was always excited to come to my house and have a pop tart. So (laughs) it's always like what you can't have. (laughs) Right. Oh my gosh. That is so funny. Did you guys like secretly, you you know, did you like, I'll bring the pop tarts. You bring, (laughs) you bring the roasted broccoli. (laughs) (laughs) No, it was bring me the hummus and I'll bring you the pop tarts. (laughs) I don't know why I didn't just ask my mom to buy me hummus, but you know. (laughs) (laughs) So you know, obviously nutrition became an important part of kind of your interest growing up. And I guess like, did that lead you, obviously that led you wanting to go to school for nutrition, right? Yep, absolutely. That just kind of, you know, planted the seed and just directed me in that path. And I went to Penn State for undergrad nutrition, which has an excellent program. And it just kind of all pieced together. And I wouldn't regret a day of it. It was an excellent decision, great program. And I learned so much from it. I'm curious how you found out about like a dietitian, like job or a career. And how did that impact your, like, were you you active? Did you research dietitian? And then you're like, okay, I'm going to go to school to become a dietitian. Yeah. And, you know, I have to admit that I think my dad had a lot of, or helped me a lot in this realm because, you know, I told him I came home from school and I was like, I want to be in nutrition. I want to do something with nutrition, with food. And he, he was like, I don't know how to help you with that. He's a chemical engineer. My brother became a chemical engineer. And so this is a totally different realm. And, but being the engineer he is, he was like, but I'll find out how to help you. And then he kind of did some digging and found the dietetic path. And so it was him that kind of pointed me in this direction, I guess, now that I'm reflecting back. And then we found some friends, some family friends that happened to be dietitians. So we kind of, I was able to be hooked up with them and chat with them about their career. Wow. That's really great that your dad was able to look that up for you and really, you know, kind of guide you through that. Definitely. Because I, I, I think I've talked to some other dietitians and they were like, I was just, you know, I, I just took some classes in college and nutrition. And then I was like, oh, maybe I can be a dietitian. So it's, I'm always interested in hearing how people kind of landed on dietitian. Absolutely. And I mean, if you're in the field as we are, you know that it's not just four years of college. There's extra stuff you have to do. There's extra expenses on top of that. So it was really helpful to have someone that kind of could see the whole picture and point me in the right direction to know that that's what has to happen afterwards. So you finish school, you finish your internship. What was your first job coming out of your internship? My first job 
um, for all the East Coast people out here. I was a uh, dietitian at ShopRite, which is a grocery store chain along the East Coast. And so is that, oh man, that's so interesting. So is that like more on the retail dietitian side? Yes, yes, that's what, exactly what it is. So it's retail dietetics. Um, ShopRite has one of the bigger programs in the country, um, or at least the time they did. And that job involves, it's multifaceted. It involves one-on-one counseling for free um, in-store, a community outreach, and recipe development and demoing in the store as well. And those are probably the three biggest components, but there's, you know, that's the best part of the job is you can kind of make it whatever you want it to be. As long as you're having an impact in the store, helping the community be healthier and helping expose those customers to healthier products in the store, it's kind of free reign. And that was why it was such an awesome um, out of school job because you could kind of experience all of nutrition, everything you've learned from clinical counseling, um, community outreach and cooking all in one. I'm curious if you knew, is, is that what you wanted to do after your internship? Is that something that you thought of or was it just that an opportunity came about and you decided to go for it? Yeah, I had no idea that this was a job that existed. Um, After my internship, I knew I didn't want to do clinical. I knew that was not in my wheelhouse. Um, You know, there was parts of clinicals that I enjoyed. I think a lot of dietitians say they like the oncology rotations because you do have that impact with your clients. And I did enjoy that. Um, And I loved pediatrics. So those were probably the two other realms that I might have gone down. But I knew I loved the food aspect. I loved healing with food and being able to help people with that. And I was kind of neutral to counseling. I was like, I can do it. I don't have to do it. Let's give it a run. And then this job opportunity popped up and it just sounded like this perfect culmination of everything. You can really, I mean, what better place, right, than where people shop, Mm -hmm. right? Where you can make those recommendations real time and also do that counseling portion. I mean, it seems like in my mind, it seems like maybe, I mean, maybe not the most ideal place, but a good place to start, especially if you're trying to make an impact on somebody's decision. Absolutely. Yeah. I think in my mind, I almost think it's more appropriate. So in clinical, I always... I remember this moment of internship where someone, I went into, I think, a cardiac patient's room and they just had a heart attack and I was supposed to counsel them on, you know, eating better for their heart. And I was like, this is not the <laughs> right. moment that this guy wants to hear about salads. Um, whereas in the grocery store, these people are healthy for the most part. They're ready to, um, you know, shop for the day and they see me and they say, oh, this is something that I could take some time out to schedule an appointment and come chat. What led you to, you know, your current position now? So while I was at ShopRite, I started building some small relationships with some of the um, suppliers that would come into the store from different brands. Um, And we would start working on, okay, we love this um, salad greens line that we just brought into the store. How can we expose it to the consumers? Let them know it's here. How can we promote it? You know, what samplings can we do? What kind of coupons can we give out? 
um, to like let people see the love that we have for this um, line that we just brought in. And that became such a cool part of my job that I really enjoyed. And I kind of had the aha moment. I was like, how do I get more involved with these companies and really start working with these companies? So I was thinking on that and I was kind of ready to move on to my next thing. And I ended up going back to grad school for a year to get my master's degree because I knew that was probably going to be something that I would need if I needed, if I really wanted to keep growing in the field. And so I went back and got my master's in clinical nutrition. And then while I was getting my master's, I was doing a, a lot of like independent hustling. So I would reach out to small food companies, like a lot of these small, like natural and organic startups. And I would reach out to them and say, Hey, I'm a dietitian, do a lot of writing. Um, do you need any content developed for you? Or I see that you don't have a blog on your website for nutrition articles or recipes. I can do that for a small fee. And so it started working out that I would get like small little gigs with these companies, um, just through hustling and reaching out to them and pressuring them. So I did that for a little bit of time while I was in grad school and that just like got that bug going even more because I love these food companies that are putting out great food because not everyone can just make like everything from scratch or, you know, their kale smoothies every morning. So you have to have packaged foods to get America through the day, you know? So if they're putting out a healthy product that I love, I absolutely want to support that company. So I was really enjoying it. And then as I was wrapping up grad school, I decided that this is definitely where I want to be in the food industry. Long story. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, no, that's great. I, I mean, it sounds like you really, you kind of identified what you were interested in and you kind of tried to forge your own Pretty path. much. So I didn't know, besides the dietitian that works for Siggy's, who we all probably know, she puts out this huge Siggy's program for retail dietitians. Um, and I became exposed to that because I was a retail dietitian. She was the only dietitian that I saw in the food industry and saw creating programs for retail dietitians and any kind of consumer outreach. So she was really the only one that I was exposed to and was inspired by her, honestly, that maybe I didn't know her backstory. I was like, maybe she forged her own way. Maybe she somehow, you know, pitched herself to the company to see if this is something the company would be interested in. It turned into this amazing role. Um, so I was just kind of blindly going at it and hoping that something would land. And it did. <laughs> yeah. And it yeah, I think that, yeah, no, I think it's awesome that, you know, it ended up working out for you. But I mean, at the same time, I, you know, listening to how you kind of ended up where you are, it sounds like it was intentional. Yes. Yeah, it was. And, and, you know, we've been kind of stepping around um, kind of where you work in dietetics, but what area of dietetics do you work in and how would you describe so what you So I do? work in the food industry. Um, I work for Campbell Soup Company. We have actually a team of about six uh, nutrition professionals right now. So the world of nutrition in the food industry is a lot larger than I initially knew. And my job basically follows products from innovation, ideation to the grocery store shelves. 
Um, and I have influence and participate in a lot of the days to days, day to day processes through that. So my day varies every day, but typically it includes um, things like claims development for products, trends monitoring in the health and wellness space, um, advising on product and recipe development, and then overall brand strategy for health and wellness. I contribute to that. I'm curious, you know, you mentioned trend monitoring. That is so fascinating to me. So... I'm going to tell you what I, <laughs> what I think that is. <laughs> and you just tell me like if, if I'm wrong, but so you're monitoring trends, like, I don't know, let's, let's, you know, you know, kale was a huge sure. thing, right. At some point. Um, so do you, do you, are you guys looking out for that? Like, Oh, kale's popping up everywhere. Like how can we incorporate yeah. that into our products? Yeah. That's it. That's it. Exactly. So, I mean, and it, it varies from like ingredient trend all the way to more holistic trends like keto or something like that. But we're not, we're keeping an eye out on all of those kinds of trends. What's like the, what is like the latest trend happening right now? Well, I, overall, I can say that functional wellness is a big trend um, and a personal passion of mine. So whether you see products with like adaptogens or, you know, any kind of those herbal functional ingredients, if you go into, you know, Whole Foods or Trader Joe's, you see those, you see those products everywhere. Um, so that's definitely a huge trend in the market right now. Can you tell me, you know, I was, I was reading, as I mentioned, uh, I read that article, uh, Life at Campbell. Mm -hmm. And it says you also work in the uh, consumer test kitchen. Can you tell me more about that? Sure. Um, that's one of my favorite parts of my job. So we have, we're a very rare company that has a test kitchen in house and, um, the test kitchen is pretty cool. It has a bunch of different kitchens set up where it's styled after different consumer types. But, um, in that test kitchen, we develop recipes for all our different brands, um, and what I do with the um, test kitchen staff is help set responsible nutrition guardrails that we should keep our recipes to. So we're providing um, really healthy, uh, well-rounded uh, recipes to our consumers. So do they present you with like different variations of like, let's say, I don't know, we'll just say like a, a soup or something. And they're presenting you like variations of the soup with nutritionals in mind? Yeah. So, um, it all depends. Some projects, you know, we try to stick to more stringent nutrition guardrails and some are more relaxed depending on, you know, what kind of product it is and what recipe we're going after. But then we strive to meet those with the recipes. And I guess kind of thinking about that, like what part of your job do you find, I guess, most interesting or rewarding? Um, the most, well, there's a lot. Um, this is a whole new world to me. I've been with the company about two and a half years now, and I still feel like I learn every day. So I think that's one of my favorite parts is that there's so many intelligent people that work at this company in all these different professions. Um, and I get to interact with them every day. There's so many PhDs, um, scientists that you know, are studying all these really interesting things. 
that I never really thought I would get to experience and work with. Um, and now I am. So I think that's incredible. Um, and then another favorite part is I love learning about consumer behavior and, you know, why they purchase what they do or what motivates them to be healthy or what motivates them to purchase a certain food. And I get to learn about that working at the company and how that impacts. And then I get to tie how that impacts health. So it's really interesting to do that. Yeah, that's, I feel like that's also a really interesting area, like consumer research. Like, why do, why did I just buy that ice cream I just bought right now? Right. I mean, I think as dietitians, you know, we all have that little bit of psychology background. So I think that's, you know, we'd all be interested in learning more about consumer behavior. Did you feel like you had to, I guess, is there any level of like food science that you feel like either you had to like brush up on or is that, do you think that that's not really a big part of your role, I guess? Uh, it definitely helps. So when thinking high level, when you think about like a cooking process and how that impacts the nutrients of a food or like any of that kind of stuff that you might've learned in a kitchen lab at school or even a food food science class, it definitely doesn't hurt to know when I'm doing my job. And I think the more information I have about how food is processed, the better. I'm not going to lie. The only food science-y thing I remember from school is the Maillard reaction. (laughs) Right. It's because that's the browning, right? The browning reaction. And I'm just, yeah, it's the only reason I know that is because like whenever I make toast, I'm like... (laughs) My art is happening here on this toast. <laughs> I'm just saying, don't give me no toast without my art on it. Is, that is, is so is funny. What I'm saying. I mean, it's true. It's true. Thank you. Thank you, my art reaction. <laughs> What's something that most people don't know about the food industry? Or I guess, or is there an interesting fact? An interesting fact about the food industry. I, well, I think what most people don't know is that they don't realize the, you know, the amount of people that go into making one product and the amount of passion that go into one product. And a lot of those people that making, that are making those products, whether they're like marketers, food scientists, dietitians, the regulatory person, we're all a bunch of foodies. So we're just about what we're just as passionate about what's going on your plate as you are about eating it. Like everyone just loves food and cannot wait to get back to work to work on more food. I'm curious if you think, do you think there is a stigma for dietitians working in the food industry? I do. Um, Yeah, I do. But I think it's a really wrong stigma um, because we're just here, you know, the food industry feeds most of America. And so we're here to help that food be as healthy as possible and set responsible guardrails and put food out there that, you know, we would eat ourselves. So I don't think that stigma should be there, but I think it is. And I think even myself as a retail dietitian prior to being in the food industry, I held that stigma. Um, and I, you know, what a learning lesson I had. Yeah. And I kind of view it as like, us making changes from within to affect everyone, like a larger Absolutely. population of people yep. through these products. I totally agree. And what better way than to have dietitians infiltrate I think, the food yeah, industry, and right? Honestly, <laughs> I think every food company should have, 
in-house dietitians. It's not, I mean, we're not there yet, but I just think it's such a beneficial thing for your consumer, for your company. It's such a great thing. Yeah, definitely. Because I mean, we, I mean, we went to school for nutrition. Like we, you know, like you have your master's degree and you did a vigorous internship. So I feel like, yeah, I mean, who else would you want other than an expert in nutrition to kind of help guide you and guide your products to, you know, I mean, be something that can be a healthful food for consumers. Um, a lot of these companies, so we, uh, my company, um, Siggy's, even Bonza, you know, you see a lot of these companies that are reaching out to dietitians. That effect trickles down to the clients. You know, once you reach out to your retail dietitians or your clinical dietitians with your product education and maybe some product and teach them about them and help them love the brand, then that love trickles down to their clients and it makes it all better. <laughs> you know, you're promoting your product in a great way. Are there any attributes that you think make a successful dietitian in the yes, food industry? I do. Um, there's a, there's a few, I think drive has to be one. You have to be willing to work and hustle. I also think malleability. So being able to be like a jack, a jack of all trades, which a lot of dietitians are already, but you know, I had to learn a lot of things that aren't necessarily dietitian to succeed at this job. Um, Excel being one of them, which was like such a boring thing to learn. But, you know, <laughs> you got to crush Excel if you're going to be in business. Um, but, yeah, you just have to learn a lot of different skills and be able to retain those. And then confidence. You have to be confident because you might go into a meeting where someone doesn't share the same beliefs as you. So you have to be able to speak your mind confidently. Right. Kind of say it with some conviction. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And even if, even if you, I mean, uh, you know, I, fake it till you make it. Is that what they say? Uh, <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah, you, I mean, you, I, that's on some level you kind of do, right. I mean, cause to me that, that just kind of ties in a little bit with confidence. A hundred percent. Yes. Definitely. And especially in like the business world, I feel like everyone's doing that a little bit to an extent. So might as well just join them and fake it till you make it. And then eventually, I mean, you, you know, you do become, you know, comfortable and knowledgeable, but yeah, I mean, not everyone comes into a job or a role knowing everything. Absolutely. Yeah, I definitely did not. So And that's okay because, you know, you ask questions that maybe people that trained you didn't think of and you open up new ways of thinking by being new as well. Definitely. Yeah. What advice do you have for someone that may be looking to try to get into the food industry? Um, I would say network. Absolutely. I know it's like no one's favorite answer, um, especially my own. I'm not a great networker, but absolutely network, get on LinkedIn, set up some calls with people you admire that have positions that inspire you. Um, because you never know when that person will think of you when they have a job opening or when you see a job opening at their company, then you can shoot them a message. Um, so building that rapport with people who have positions that you admire. And then I also think 
every dietitian, whether you're in like clinical or in the food industry, whatever it is, you need to find a way to differentiate yourself. So my biggest regret is not doing a minor or like a double major in college in like communications or marketing or even an MBA um, or even food science, you know, something else that you can couple with your nutrition knowledge because nutrition knowledge is so valuable, but then something else on top of it and you're unstoppable. I guess when you think about it, did you think the food industry is where you would end up as a dietitian? No, definitely not. I thought I was going to have, um, so I'm like independently super into herbs and functional nutrition and all that kind of stuff. And so I thought I was going to have this like little private practice where I would, you know, recommend different herbs for hormone balance and <laughs> brew kombucha <laughs> on the side. <laughs> so it's like definitely not where I expected, but I'm still thrilled to be here. Yeah. And I think, you know, I was, as I reflect on our conversation, I mean, I really do feel like it, for me, at least what's inspiring is I feel like you did kind of, you, you did find an interest and you kind of forged your own path. Like you were making moves that were kind of leading you to where you are now. Yeah, I would agree. Um, but I don't, I think at the time you don't realize you're making those moves. You're just kind of hoping something lands and I just I followed what I was in, in, interested in not knowing that it would land me here so I think for anyone else looking for that you know the corny old saying of follow your heart pay it off <laughs> <laughs> um yeah I guess do you have any last words of wisdom or anything else you want to share um the latest product that I worked, well, this is actually the first product that I worked on from, you know, concept, innovation, all the way to the finished product shelf just came out. It's Prego. So your Prego Italian sauce plus veg, plus hidden veggies. So it's the Prego you know and love that you put over pasta with six hidden veggies inside. So for those kids that don't love um, you know, certain types of veggies, they're going to get it without even knowing. So it just helps mom provide a greater array of vegetables for their family. I guess, I guess you, you better hope your kids can't read ingredient labels. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> you pour it when they're not looking. Right. Yeah. But I'm really excited about that project. I worked really hard on that. So definitely buy it and try it. If you want to learn more about Elise and the nutrition team at Campbell, you can go to www.campbellnutrition.com. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider subscribing on whatever platform you're listening to this on. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, it would help us out if you left a rating or a review, whether it's good or bad. Although if it's a bad one, I will haunt you in your dreams. Just kidding. But really though, it would really help if you uh, left a rating or a review. If you or anyone you know works in a unique or niche field of nutrition and would like to be on the show, please reach out to me on social media or at our website at www.dietitiansunknown.com. All right, that's it for now. Thanks for listening.